Section 85 of Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States, from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Jerome Ware, Slave Narratives. A Folk History of Slavery in the United States From Interviews with Former Slaves Volume 11 North Carolina Narratives Part 1 By Various Section 85 William George Hinton Star Street RFD Number 2 Box 171 I was born in Wake County in the year 1859 August 28th. I remember seeing the Yankees. It seems like a dream. One came along riding a mule. They said he was a Yankee bummer, a man that went out raging on people's things. He found out where the things was located and carried the rest there. The bummers sold from the army, chicken, hogs, and anything they could take. After the bummer come along, in a few minutes, the whole place was crowded with Yankees. The blue coat was everywhere I could look. Massa didn't have but five slaves. And when the Yankees come, there was only me and my oldest sister there. All the white folks had left, except Mrs. and her children. Her baby was only three weeks old then. A Yankee come to my older sister and said, Where's them horses? He pulled out a large pistol and said, Tell me where them horses is or I'll take your damn sweet life. Master hid the horses and sister didn't know. She stuck to it she didn't know, and the Yankee didn't shoot. They come back, the whole crowd, the next day and make Master bring his horses. They took the horses and bought some chickens and paid for them. Then they killed and took the rest. Ha ha, they sure done that. Paid for some and took the rest. I see the Yankees after the surrender. They were staying at the old soldier's home on New Bern Avenue. One day, mother carried me there to sell to him. One time she went there and she had a rooster who was a game. His eyes was out from fighting another game rooster belonging to another person near our home, Mr. Emery Sewell. She carried a rooster in where there was a sick Yankee. The Yankee took him in his hands and the rooster crowed. He gave mother 35 cents for him. The Yankee said if he could crow and his eyes out, he wanted him. He said he called that spunk. There was a man who was a slave that belonged to Mr. Kearney Upchurch. Come along riding a mule. My oldest sister, the one the Yankees threatened, told him the Yankees are up yonder. He said, Dad them the Yankees. He went on, when he got near the Yankees, they told him to halt. Instead of halting, he sold out running the mule for the old field. There was a gang of young foxhounds there. When he lit out on the mule, they thought he was going hunting, so they took out after him, just like they was after a fox. Some of the Yankees shot at him. The others just almost died a laughing. We didn't get much to eat. 
Mother said it was Mrs. fault. She was so stingy. We had homemade clothes and wooden bottom shoes for the grown folks. But children did not wear shoes then. They went barefooted. All the slaves lived in one house, built about 100 yards from the great house. Master's house was called the great house. My father was named Robin Hinton, and my mother was named Daphne Hinton. My father belonged to Betsy Ransom Hinton, and mother belonged first to Redden Chrome in Lenore County, and then to James Thompson of Wake County. I was born after mother was brought to Wake County. Master had one boy named Beauregard. Four girls, Caroline, Alice, Lena, and Nellie. I do not remember my grandparents. I saw a slave named Lucinda sold to old man Askew, a speculator, by Kearney Upchurch. I seen them carry her off. One of the slave men who belonged to old man Burl Temples was sent to work for Mr. Temple's son, who had married. His missus put him to toting water before going to work in the morning. The other slaves toted water also. He refused to tote water and ran. She sent the bloodhounds after him and caught him near his home, which was his old master's house. Old master's son come out and wouldn't let him whip him, and they wouldn't make him go back. Mrs. Harriet Temples was a terrible woman. A slave just couldn't suit her. The slave that ran away from young master was finally sent back. His master gave him a shoulder of meat before he left. He hung it in a tree. Mrs. told him to put it in the smokehouse. He refused, saying he wouldn't see it no more. A slave by the name of Sally Temples ran away because her missus. Mary Temples was so mean to her. She stuck hot irons to her. Made him drink milk and things for punishment is what my mother and father said. Sally never did come back. Nobody never did know what become of her. Soon as the war was over, father and mother left their masters. They went to Mr. Tom Bridger's. We lived on the farm after this. Mother cooked. Sister and I worked on the farm. Sister plowed like a man. The first help my mammy got was from the Yankees. It was pickle meat and hard tack. I was with her and they took me and gave me some clothes. Mother drawed from them a long time. We have farmed most our lives. Sometimes we worked as hirelings and then as sharecroppers. I think slavery was a bad thing. End of section 85. Read by Jerome Ware. San Diego. January 27, 2022.